Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I am your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you'll be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her name is Brittany Burns, and she's with EXP Realty. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you for joining us today, and how are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, just really busy, which I cannot complain, so... Yeah, totally agree on that one. <laughs> yes. Um, a little tired. My dog's been sick. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't know why. We, so he's uh, he's been at the vet the last two days, and um, they don't know why either. Oh, that's terrible. I think he's just very needy, and when my kids leave, or if I'm gone for a certain amount of time, he gets really anxious, and I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. it's better. Although, uh, he'll be fine. He really is an <laughs> attention needer. I've can't say the word that I was going to say, but yes. Um, so how's your week been so far? It's been good. Just yeah. staying busy and getting out there doing showings and making follow-up calls and yeah, just work. Do you have a lot of listings? Are you more of a listing agent or a buyer's agent or mixed? Uh, I'm a mix of the two. Um, right now I have one listing only. I have more okay. buyers right now at this moment. Okay. How long have you been in the industry? For nine years now, total. Nine years. And what did you do before then? Before that, I worked for a newspaper in Waco, actually. The Waco Tribune. <laughs> okay. So did you go to school for journalism? No, I didn't. I, I did not go to school for that. I kind of just fell into that, to be honest with you, and uh, didn't stay there that long. I was there for a little over a year before I got into real estate and moved back over here to Houston. So you're from Houston. I'm originally from Dallas. Um, I lived in Houston prior to moving to Waco and okay. then came back. Cool. So what do you like better, Houston or Dallas? Uh, definitely Houston for sure. Houston. Yeah. I have to concur with you. I, I'm from Pennsylvania, but I moved over to Irving, Dallas, McKinney, um, right after college in 2008. I still can't believe I've been in Texas that long. Um, right. I loved where I lived. I lived out in McKinney. It was really pretty area in Stonebridge ranch, but down here, I like it a lot more. Yeah. It's just a different vibe. Nothing against yes. Dallas. I mean, that's no. my town, but <laughs> <laughs> this is more my speed down here is what yeah. I guess I can say PC wise. Right. 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 I agree completely. You yeah. don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> How about it, Mike? So Mike, he is up in Dallas. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. Nice. Do you like Mike? Do you like Dallas, Houston? And he lives in Chicago and goes to school in Chicago. So which one do you like better? Uh, between Houston and Dallas or Chicago? And Chicago all of them. Um, I like Listen. Dallas more than Houston, but I haven't really been in Houston that much. But okay. I think I'll let that slide. Probably, Never mind. Don't just say it. Takes it Get me. off the screen, Mike. You're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> out. Out. Um, so where do you mainly sell at, Brittany, or go about? Yeah, my primary area is going to be Clear Lake, League City, kind of the Southeast Houston region and Pearland, those areas mainly. Okay. Nice. And would you rather sell health? I'm not. Oh my gosh. I just said health insurance because I used to sell health insurance after college. I don't even know where that came from. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I should edit that one out. Um, would you rather sell here in Houston, like your territory, or would you rather be up in Dallas selling? What do you think is more profitable? I just asked you um, two questions in one breath. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I would say the Dallas market's definitely hot, just like our market. I would say 
maybe some areas are a little pricier there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it here. I like the the pace of Houston. I like the area. And so I think I would still choose to sell here if I had a choice. I, I agree. I, I don't know. I've never really been to Clear Lake or down that far before, but I've heard it's really pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's just a little bit of a different vibe. I mean, obviously it's the suburbs. Um, we're right between Houston and Galveston. So you have a little bit more laid back atmosphere, a little bit more relaxed, casual, not so, I don't know the word. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So I don't know if I should have said that or not, but I just did. It's all good. (laughs) Yes. Um, Cokes, okay, so you worked for the Tribute in Waco, yes. and then you became an agent. How did you go from that to that? Like, Yeah, so um, basically, I had a child very young. I was 18 when I had my son, and I was, at the time when I was pregnant, I was just waitressing, mm-hmm. um, just trying to make it by at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, ended up wanting after after I had him wanting to try to do something different do something more with my life so I got the job at the Waco Tribune and I'm sorry Tribune I said Tribune I didn't no you're good <laughs> um and so that's kind of what I don't know just having a child at that early age just kind of sparked that passion to do more like to try to get myself in gear and to do more with my life even at a young age yeah of course because it's not just about you anymore it's about I have two kids so I get it it's like all of a sudden things just change yeah big changes and so just really that spurred me wanting to do something more and uh, stayed at the Tribune for a little bit and had the opportunity to go into real estate, move back here. And so that's just kind of what I decided to do. And, and it's, you know, been great. I, I enjoy it. I love it. I kind of fell into it. I didn't, you know, it wasn't ever my intention to go into real estate whenever I was young and it wasn't like something that I thought about, but um, definitely something that I really enjoy. And I've always been in some sort of a customer service field in mm-hmm. one way or another. So just something that happened and I've loved it ever since. Well, before I ask you another question, I just want to say, I'm going to give you some mad props for doing that at 18, having a child. A lot of people, I, I have known a lot of people who have had children younger and they're just like, kind of give up or just expect everybody else to do everything for him. So I think that's actually amazing. And your son has, should be super proud of his uh-huh. mama and you should be really proud of yourself. Thank you so much. You're so yeah. sweet. No, I'm just telling the truth because I've seen it go the other way and oh yeah, it happens more so than what people talk about. So well, I, I didn't really have much of an option either. It was kind of sink or swim. Cause I was a single mom yep. for the first three years of his life. So it was you got it. That's even on. more props for you. Girl. <laughs> you get on with your life or you're going to, you know, sink. So yeah, that's what I always say. I'm like, people can kick me down, but there is no way I'm staying down. You know exactly. what I mean? Yes. Exactly. I feel like that's great. And there should be more women out there talking about their, how they got to where they are. Oh, absolutely. And I think sometimes people are a little nervous to talk about it. Maybe just because there is still that stigma of being pregnant young and, oh, a yeah. mom and a little bit of that. So it's something that I think more people should talk about. Cause I think it happens more often than, than people think. Absolutely. Or like I was a stay at home mom and there's a stigma between a stay at home mom and working moms. And I'm Absolutely. just like, yeah, like who cares what other people are doing as long as it fits for them. Like 
Exactly. That's a whole other show I could go off. I know. <laughs> Get off on a tangent on this. I know. And believe me, I do sometimes. You can ask Mike. <laughs> you weren't supposed to agree to that, Mike. We're going to have a lot of conversations after this. <laughs> but so <laughs> what? I said, I didn't even say anything. Though. I could tell on your face. <laughs> All in your facial expressions. All facial expressions. So <laughs> is anybody in your family ever in the real estate since? Yeah. So that's how I got into it. So my mom is actually a realtor. Oh, I grew cool. up in the business. She got her license. Uh, I want to say around when I was 13. Okay. So my teenage years kind of grew up in the business. I would go with her to showings and go with her to different properties. And especially when she was first starting out in Dallas. Um, so that's kind of how the opportunity presented itself. She got to a point in her business where she was so busy and she really needed help. And that's when she kind of extended the opportunity to me. Hey, if you get your real estate license, make the move back to Houston, come work with me. We'll start a team. And so that's, that's what I did. And I'm still with her to this day. So and what is your team's team called? The Monica Foster team. Monica Foster team. Awesome. And so, um, you guys are down. So do you have like a brick and mortar place that you go to? Because EXP is virtual. Correct. Yeah, we, we don't, we utilize the Regis suites in South shore Harbor area. Okay. We do have an office location that we can meet clients and go to if we need to uh, meet anyone there. However, we mostly work from home if we're not out showing. So. That's nice. Yeah. So we That's don't really, really nice. have a physical location if we don't have to, if we're not meeting somebody. Is your son, um, does he go to, are they back in school down there now? Not yet. Well, not yet, but like, is he able to go into? Oh, yes. Yeah. He started um, back in brick and mortar in January. Uh, so he kind of part-time did the virtual, decided it really wasn't for him. He needed to go back. And so he went back to, in January and loved it. He, it was a really uh, big year for him too, because he was going into middle school. So okay. kind of a hard transition to go yeah. through COVID. <laughs> Really horrible timing, people. Really horrible. Exactly. exactly. We could have planned this better. <laughs> right? See, I like how you said that he decided to go back into school. My kids didn't have a choice. Um, I say this all the time. I was like, I'm going to put you on the front doorstep of your elementary. Someone's going to come and get you for virtual because I just don't have, <laughs> I don't have the time or the patience. I used to substitute. So I could teach other kids. kids. Yeah. Um, my kids are like my oldest. She's just like, no. And I'm like, oh, anyways. Um, so do you have, when COVID was going on and he was virtual, how did you manage? Did you have to take him oh. to showings? Did it was you stressful, to be honest, it was very stressful and it was hard um, because I work quite a bit to keep mm -hmm. up with our, our transaction volume and everything. So it was difficult, but I just, I'm very much so um, very organized person. I would just block out times and that's when I would help him with his schooling or I would block out times for showings and just very much so micromanage myself and him, to be honest, too, because he's not very organized. I mean, he's a 12 year old boy, so <laughs> just had to kind of micromanage everything at home and, and yeah. I made it work and I would have, you know, it was really, it truly was his decision to go back into school because I didn't want to pressure him, even though it yeah. makes it easier on me, of course, if he goes back so mm -hmm. that focus on my business solely but um it was you know just one of those things that we made it work and if he would have chose to stay home I would have just continued making it work despite how stressful it was right no I I always joke I I actually I shouldn't say 
joke. I partially, it's like probably 90% joke, 10% or 10% joke, 90% truth. But the, my kids wanted to go back into school. They missed their friends. They missed being there, even though they had to wear their masks during gym yeah. outside. Anyways, but um, yeah, that's crazy. So they, when the interaction for sure, it's definitely a different world they're growing up in, which kind of makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. When you started, you were working with your mom, um, which that's awesome. You had a mentor like that, you know, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of agents just come in and they don't know who their mentor is going to be, or they're going to be solo. When you started, how was it for you to get clients? Did you do social media? Did you do the cold calling? Did you have more leads because your mom was able to kind of give you the leads because she was too busy? Yeah. So it was partially that. Um, and mainly like we do a lot of, um, online leads. So they had the leads to provide and kind of, I started out, I really was kind of thrown into real estate, to be honest. I started out being her admin to learn the paperwork before. That's good. Yeah. Before fully getting my license. And so before I took my license active, I was doing that. I was doing all of her paperwork, uh, shredding stuff, you know, scanning stuff, going through documents. So kind of learning the contract process at that point. And then once I got my license and took it active, um, just kind of was thrown into it. I mean, I started working with people pretty pretty quickly, you know, renters and that sort of thing, just getting your foot in the door to try to start meeting people, learn how to speak to people in that setting. Absolutely. So it was mainly, you know, leads from the team at that point for Mm -hmm. sure. And now what is it like now? Well, it's still a mix. So I get leads from the team, of course. Um, And then also I have my own sphere of influence. I have past clients and referrals that are given to me. So it's kind of a mix of both. How many people are on your team? So we have, oh, I don't even want to lie to you because none of us are ever in the office. So now I think we have maybe three or four transaction coordinators, um, three or four ISAs, inside sales. um, And then our core team is really, oh, let's see, me, Monica. uh, And then we've got, I think, three or four others in total that are agents. I think it's hilarious you say Monica because one of my friends, I live out in Fulcher and she works with her dad as well. But like when they're at like they're talking or they're working, um, she always calls him Mike. Well, and you have to have that work distinction. No, I think it's great. I think you have to keep it separate because it's really easy. I think for a lot of people to let personal things interfere with their business uh, side of things when they're working Mm -hmm. with family. And so it just... Well, for one, I don't want to be talking to a client and say, oh, my mom, <laughs> my mommy helped me out today <laughs> because that's just, I mean, it just sounds kind of childish, but there is really that distinction as well. Like business, she's Monica personal. She's mom. <laughs> yep, exactly. You have to be like, okay, oh, hey, I got, I want my mom hat on right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real. Um, where do you see yourself? Do you think that you'll want to go and start your own team or just keep basically building your, um, team that you guys have now? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm very loyal to her. I mean, she's the one that gave me this opportunity to begin with. So I'm very happy with where I am right now currently. And I have my own clients that I service as well and my own network. So I think for the time being, um, I'm, I'm really good and happy and content with where I'm at. That's really awesome 
that yeah. you that you feel that way because it I feel that it would help you be a better um mom a better you know partner a better agent if you feel comfortable and like secure with where you're at well absolutely and it's just nice to have the support that we have with the team because having transaction coordinators it gives me more time to be hitting the streets and showing and getting listings and mm -hmm. following with people so it is just kind of nice to like have some sort of um I don't know, to-do list that's already in place that other people are working on that mm -hmm. I don't have to think about at that right. moment. And now you trust that they're getting it done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That has to be hard because like, I would love, I, like, I love having a team. It's great. Um, but we all have the same mindset. We all have the same goal. It, there's a lot of people out there who say they have the same mindset of goal as you just to get a job. And that's yeah. probably another issue that would be hard for me. Well, and I think it's all trial and error. Um, mm -hmm. Beginning when we first got like our very first transaction coordinator, I was really having a hard time letting go. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm just that type of person. I very much so want to be in control. I want to know what's going on. And I still do with our transaction coordinators, of course. But in the beginning, I felt like, well, if they're doing all this, how am I going to know what's going on? And what if they mess something up? And it's just easier if I do it myself. Mm -hmm. You, you're in that mindset and then, you know, you start to let go a little bit and you realize, okay, well now I have a little bit more freedom to work on this, mm -hmm. or focus on this instead. Yeah. That would, I, I would have been the same exact way because I be like, are you sure you're going to get this done? If someone says they're going to like, so like for me and you seem like the same person, like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. It's going to get done. Sometimes we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah, sure. And it doesn't get done. And I'm like, you just said that like two weeks ago is going to be done and it's still not done. So exactly. Yeah. Yes. Trust. I guess I have a lot of trust issues. Yeah. I feel like this is going about the psychology 101 right now. And I feel like understandably so, you know, it happens. <laughs> oh, what? Okay. So you've been in the business. Well, technically licensed for nine years, yeah. but you've been in it and seen a lot of stuff since you were 13. Yeah. Do you have any crazy, um, stories or anything crazy that you've ever seen um I mean we there's just so many things that like <laughs> I don't even I can't even pick one but I feel like you don't have to pick one Mike and I can sit here all day and listen to them so <laughs> well um there was one house that I showed that was pretty quirky and it had a tree like an outdoor tree growing in the bathroom there was like a hole cut out in the roof for this tree <laughs> inside the house yeah inside the house that's kind of awesome <laughs> i'm just thinking who designed this like See, i think it would be cool maybe in like an entryway but a bathroom i'd be like um what bugs are coming out of this area where are they gonna be you know my it tub or very bizarre and it really was like it wasn't like a nicely done, like really modern, you know, oh, okay. like maybe somebody, you know, amateur did <laughs> just cut a hole in the roof and was like, I'm going to plant this tree here. Going to get a jigsaw <laughs> blade and just start cutting around somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to make it work. Yeah, exactly. We need nature in this bathroom right now. So how can we accommodate that? <laughs> I mean, who cares about all the technology we have? We can put like nature sounds in it, but we want a exactly. real tree. Yeah, no, we're that's, not faking this one. Neat. That never is... heard something like that on here. <laughs> no, that's the first one. That is the first one with a tree in the house. Needless to say, we did not contract on it. <laughs> I would have not contract on that either. <laughs> 
But that was definitely a weird one. That's one of the weirder ones I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. I, I'm still picturing it in my head. Like and now that you said like, it's not even like professionally done. I'm like envisioning like the ceiling of like how it's like the roof. I don't want to see their inspection report if they ever sold that. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Whoever bought that house needs to get mentally checked out. <laughs> Back to our psychology 101 course. Right, exactly. <laughs> Please tell me the issues that you've had had in your past to make you want to decide to buy this house. Yeah, like what's led you here? Exactly. What's, yeah, exactly. What's led you here? Because <laughs> I am very, very curious of how your mind is processing. Right, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's a good one. That is definitely one. We usually get a lot of, um, were you waiting for a closet to come up, Mike? Of course. Yeah. Every, I swear to God, eight out of 10 times stories is about something happening in a closet, someone coming out of a closet, something in a closet. It yeah. was... <laughs> so, so giving you new content here. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like new content. This is awesome. If I'm ever selling a house. I'm going to set up something weird in the closet. Just keep just on purpose. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just on purpose. Absolutely. You need to. <laughs> There's so, and being like doing this show now, I have so many ideas. Right. <laughs> well, I guess it wouldn't be the best strategy if you're trying to sell your house, but no, I was, that's so funny you just said that because I sold my house last year and I was like, I don't think that my house would have sold if I would have done what, in my head, what I'm thinking that I would do just to make people feel really awkward and uncomfortable. Right, that's, that's the thought that hit me after I said that. I'm like, yeah, probably not actually. Yeah, no, no, Mike, I'm glad that you caught yourself on that one though. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that you got to come on the show today and, you know, talk with Mike and I. He is since he is um you know gonna be leaving me soon yeah it's actually coming a lot sooner than i no i don't like to live in reality sometimes when it comes to this so we're gonna pretend you never said that (laughs) anyways but um it was great meeting you Brittany. and you yeah and i would love to if maybe sometime your mom wants to come on or other like even like a transaction coordinator come on to the show i would love to talk to anybody i like to talk to anybody yeah yeah be great. absolutely okay absolutely. yes well um once again thanks for being on the show today and i hope everyone has a great day remember if you're looking for a reliable inspection company please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for brian and brian inspections see you guys next time <laughs>